0: Audio on demand from Vision Christian Media.
1: Foundations.
0: To the Jewish mind, Judaism is very practical, very literal. So that's why they literally put the scripture on their door and they literally put it on their heads and next to their heart, which actually makes an awful lot of sense because when you see something often enough, you remember.
1: Foundations. Understanding the Jewish foundations of our Christian faith. With Robbo Robinson and Mandy Warby. Welcome back to Foundations, where we are learning all about Shema at the moment, and we've been doing this the last few days and continuing on, looking particularly at one at the moment, which is the, the second part of Shema, and the word ekkad. Have I said that right? <laughs> I've got to get more it. Right. It needs that little
0: <laughs> in the S. <Echa>. Okay.
1: Echa. <laughs> so we were, it's very multi-layered, as we were saying yeah. yesterday, and used in various ways in the Bible. Now, Mandy, you have challenged me to try and I say had. Shema. So mm-hmm. I'll do that first up because I think I'm going to mess it up pretty badly. But we'll see how <laughs> we go. Shema Israel Adonai. This is a very Aussie version of it. Okay. So you can just hear this. Shema Israel Adonai Elohim Hu. Adonai Echad. There it is. Baruch Shem Kevod Malchuto Leolam Vaid.
0: Not sure, it was a very Aussie version. Shema Israel. Adonai Eloheinu Adonai Echad. Baruch Shem Kevod Malchuto Leolam Vaid.
1: Oh, you've got it so much better You were so than close. <laughs> well, we'll keep going. We've got a few, another few days on, Schmarz. Yeah, so we'll, you'll get it. By the end, I might be there.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and what that is, is what God commanded his people. He said, Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God, the Lord is one, and you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your might. Now, there's that portion of Scripture in Deuteronomy 6, 4 to 9, and then... I don't know if you realize this, but Jewish people, when they in the entry places to their homes, they put like a little rectangular Mm. container. Yeah. And inside it, they have a piece of parchment, a scroll with scripture on it. And that portion of scripture is on there, along with Deuteronomy 11, 13 to 21, and also Numbers 15, 37 to 41. That's the entirety of what they put on that little Mm. scroll. And the point is, because this was a command that they were to love God and to remember his commandments, to love his law, Mm. and and he said, put it on the doorposts of their house. That's why they wear the phylacteries on their forehead and on their arms, because he said, bind it between your eyes, wrap it. So that it's ne- keep it next to your heart, so mm-hmm. they wrap it around right next to their heart so to the as we've said before, to the Jewish mind, Judaism is very practical, very literal mm. they don't um, have they don't use an analytical mindset much unless the scripture says, yeah. you know when Jesus said, uh, you know the kingdom of heaven is like." Well, then, okay, it's giving yeah. you a type of something. But otherwise, they look at things very literally. So that's why they literally put the scripture on their door and they literally put it on their heads and next to their heart, which actually makes an awful lot of sense. Because when you see something often enough,
1: yeah, that's right.
0: you remember. And and the the Jewish people are taught this literally from the time they're born. I think we mentioned this early on as well. This is the the very thing that they um, remember the most. And very often it will be the last thing they recite on their deathbeds mm. as well. Shema Yisrael. The Lord is God. The Lord is one. They want to love him with everything they've mm. got. So we started looking yesterday at the word one, echad. And what that means, it's very, very multi-leveled. And it's used in various ways in scripture. It's used for first, the word first, um, the word the same, uh, single, unique, and for unity. The word echad is used to com- uh, communicate all of those things in various different scenarios. Um, and there are some people who believe that the word alone would even be a better translation for the word one. In this case, for example, in Zechariah 14.9, it says, The Lord will be king over all the earth, and on that day the Lord will be Echad, or one, and his name Echad, one. So the context is that one day all humanity is going to cease to worship idols and instead worship God and him alone. Mm. Same with um, it was Shema. The Lord is God, the Lord alone.
1: Yeah. Yep.
0: Okay, so it does Well, that
1: kind of fits with what we were talking about. yesterday, say the whole thought of the Trinity yes. being somewhat, you know, confusing in a sense for that, you know, the, a monotheistic culture believing yes. in a. a triune God, uh, this kind of using the word alone, I guess, helps to to make that fit better. It kind of helps you
0: navigate that. It also helps you navigate and reconcile them with so many other passages of Scripture like Mm. we mentioned the most obvious one that most people know in the first chapter of Genesis when God said, let us make man in Mm. our image. You know, So you can kind of reconcile them better that way. Now, there's a Jewish scholar. His name is Jeffrey Tigay, and he once said this. He said, Shema is not a statement of belief. Rather, it's an oath of loyalty to God and God alone. So if God alone is our God, we are called to hear his word and obey it. That's Shema, Mm. Shema Israel. Adonai Elohan or Adonai Echad, obey God. So what we could actually read it like was we could actually say, Hearken Israel, hear Israel to the Lord your God because he is God alone. Mm. It kind of makes it a little bit more, um I don't want to say the word flexible because we don't want to take liberties with the word of God because mm. the word of God, you know, we don't have that right. We're not to add to it or not to take away from it. But when you look at the richness and depth, you you, you kind of get a much broader understanding. You go, this is not quite so rigid if you want Maybe rigid's not the right word either But do you know what I mean? Yeah It's not quite so inflexible yeah. That it can't be so dimensional A lot more dimensional mm. than we tend to think it is And um, now a- as Christians How do we understand it? Okay, well there's one God That's true, there's one God He's completely unified And he's very unique within himself He is not a plethora of gods He's God alone And he is the first and the only God. He is always the same. There's nobody else like him. And if you take that in context with every other word of the Bible, as we said before, from the creation account, when he said, let us, and we mentioned that before, and you take all those multi-layered meanings, then we can actually be confident that God is one and he's unified. He is an us and he is an our. He is also single. And at the same time, He's all those things. And it, it, then you have to sort of say, is that a little bit complex and complicated? Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, it is, actually. And if it wasn't, if you could actually figure all of that out and reconcile it easily, I, I think this multidimensional with all of the other, the whole council of God mm. makes it easier to understand. But you still got kind of, kind of get around that. Yeah. If you could understand it, I don't think he'd be God. Mm. I think this is what makes him so uniquely unique. Yeah. As we've just said, Echad, it makes him unique. Mm. Um, Isaiah, this, this one is what actually kind of blows the top off your head. Isaiah 9, 6 says this, For a child will be born to us, a son will be given to us, and the government will rest on his shoulders. Whose shoulders? The child's shoulders.
1: Yeah.
0: And his name, that is the child's name, will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Eternal Father, Prince of Peace. So the child, the son that was prophesied to be born, is going to hold all these titles. How can that possibly be? We're talking Mm. about a human child. Who is the counselor? God, the Holy Spirit, is the counselor. Who's the child? The son that was given. It's God, the son, Jesus, our Messiah. And who's the mighty God, eternal father, Prince of Peace? It's God, Mm. Echad. All of these alone are one God. Yeah. Is I mean, we read that scripture usually at Christmas time, yeah, because the child is born, mm. and we forget all of these other things. The, the child that was born is the eternal Father,
1: yeah, the that, Prince of that Peace. Makes no sense at all.
0: I mean, isn't it amazing? <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's amazing. So, so to summarize, Jesus answered the question that was posed to him about the greatest commandment by quoting Shema, that we're to love God alone with every fiber of our being, and by doing so. We give no place for love and worship of other gods at all, and He will be our only priority for love and devotion and obedience and worship, and that's Shema. At least as in regard to one, Mm. Echad. We look at some of the other elements. Uh, In the coming days yeah, We're
1: going to uh, continue on looking at uh, Love next as the next element in Shema So we look forward to that coming up On Foundations and a reminder that uh, All the the notes for all these different Episodes are available online you can go To vision.org.au Slash foundations Mm -hmm. and you'll Be able to uh, download the various notes And uh, make sure that you work through Those along with you you can read the the Various scripture references and what have You in the notes so check that out at vision.org.au Slash foundations Foundations. This has been Foundations, a look at the Jewish foundations of our Christian faith. For study notes, resources, and more, see vision.org.au/slash foundations.